0: Hello, and welcome to the I've Got a River podcast, where we inspire, we encourage, and we share the love of God. I am your host, Tia Parker. Thank you so much for tuning in to us. I really appreciate it. You could be 1,000 other places, but you decided to carve out a little space of your time to spend it here with me, your girl, Tia. Thank you again for joining us on today. This episode is titled, Guard Your Heart and Keep the Peace. Guard your heart and keep the peace. This is actually a blog post I wrote probably about hmm, four years ago, and I believe that This post is relevant still today. I know it's still relevant for my life. And by the looks of social media and what I've been seeing trending on some of my friends, um, many of my friends' timelines, I believe that guarding our heart and keeping the peace internally is one of the key things that needs to be reiterated right now, because a lot of people are going through relationship issues. Sometimes it is an issue with you, but sometimes it's an issue with the people that you've allowed, that you and I have allowed to come in our spaces. Guard your heart and keep the peace. I have the kind of heart many people don't understand. It seems as if I was born with the ability to forgive almost instantly. In some cases, the people who are closest to me think that I give folk too many chances. Logically, I probably do give people more chances than some may think they deserve. I don't know many people like me. I am by no means bragging or boasting about myself. Actually, I sometimes wish I could be the person who holds grudges for one day or even a few moments. It's just not in me to do it. This doesn't make me better than anyone. It does, however, benefit me in a major way. I am almost always at peace. I never try to get back at or even with people who hurt me. My heart forces my mind to try and understand the root cause of the person's pain who attempted to hurt me. The downside to having a heart like this is without balance, I can easily be taken advantage of. I have been guilty of being too trusting of people, allowing them too much access to my heart and intimate space too quickly resulting in severe pain. When someone tries to assassinate my character, gossip about me, speak ill will toward me, purposely set out to hurt myself or my child, I do something I like to call considering the source. I look at the whole individual. I assess the situation in their lives. I quickly come to this conclusion, hurt people, hurt other people. And I move forward with what needs to be done in order for me to keep my peace of mind. If the person is playing an intricate part in my life, I will evaluate my connection with them. I either remove them, which is not always easy, or I reposition where they are in my heart. Repositioning someone can be very hard depending on who they are, especially if it is a member of your family. I like to look at my intimate space as if it is a house with a fence in front porch and a backyard, a fence that I am comfortably able to see over. Some people are never allowed past my front gate to step into my yard. These people are strangers and they pose a potential threat. There are some people I am acquainted with. They can come into my front yard, but they will never be welcome to have a seat on my porch. These are the temporary people who shouldn't stay for a significant amount of time. My associates are invited to sit with me on my front porch. I am comfortable with them and I trust them with minimal personal information. Some people can come into my living room, sit with me on my sofa, and even watch television. These are the people I don't mind sharing a little of my intimate space with. They have proven themselves trustworthy. A very small number of people can sit with me at my dining table to break bread. These are people I consider friends and I trust them with intimate information about myself and my family. There are only about three to four people who are allowed upstairs in my bedroom, bathroom, and closets. These are the people who know many, if not all of my secrets. These are people I am not afraid to be naked and unashamed with. There are different levels of intimacy several barriers and boundaries in our lives, not everyone can gain complete access to who we are. We have allowed some people into the bedroom of our hearts who don't deserve to be there. We have to protect our hearts the same way we protect our homes. Someone you're just meeting should not be invited to come into your bedroom or to use your bathroom. You don't know their motives for wanting to come into your house. There are public restrooms (laughs) that can be used. Too many of us treat our hearts as if it is a public restroom, allowing people too much access resulting in a huge mess. Although each adverse situation we encounter ends up teaching us a valuable lesson, there are some adverse situations we could have avoided had we used wisdom and blocked some people from gaining access to our lives. Some of us right now have a person who we granted illegal access to our hearts. We allowed them in and they are wreaking havoc. You are robbed of peace and they are abusing your patience. I've been there and I have done that. If they are not capable of treating you the way you were designed to be treated, I suggest you consider the source and assess the situation. Who are they? What role are they playing in your life? How much peace are you sacrificing for them? Do they know who you are? Do they even know who they are? Are they willing to change? Do you have the time or patience to wait for them to change? Everybody deserves another chance in life, but not everybody deserves another chance with your heart. Expecting someone to be perfect and expecting someone to be appreciative are two totally different things. Nobody will ever be perfect. We can't expect perfection from people. We are all flawed. When we allow someone into our intimate space, we hope they will appreciate who we are and what we bring to the table. The flip side of that coin is so many of us have allowed people into our intimate spaces who don't belong there. They are not equipped to be who and what we need, yet we allow them in our space because we are not cognizant of our worth. We don't know that we are worth dying for. We don't realize whose children we are. We suffer from temporary amnesia allowing people in our spaces who aren't supposed to be there. It's okay. All of us suffer from temporary amnesia until we are enlightened (laughs) and made aware of who our father is. Your father is the creator and owner of the universe. Not only is he the creator and owner of the universe but he gave all of us who but he gave all of who he is without measure to his son Jesus Christ Jesus the Christ is the express image of who God is according to Hebrews 1 and 3 and he sacrificed himself just for you you are so amazing to your father He would have given his son this task even if you were the only one who needed salvation. If you're this amazing, why on earth would you allow someone who isn't capable of giving you what you deserve into the intimate spaces of your heart? Why? It does not have to be a romantic connection. It can be a friendship that is imbalanced. Some of us need to reevaluate some of our friendships and reposition people accordingly. Friend, we have to be protected of our peace of mind. Nobody is worth our sanity. Proverbs 4.23 says, Protect your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It is time to protect our hearts with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Your heart houses your think tank. It dictates what you think you're capable of doing, who and what you think you're worth having, Your heart dictates your perspective of others and of life in general. Do you see why it is imperative for us to protect our hearts with all diligence? Your heart houses your salvation. Look at the scripture in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, God raised Jesus from the dead. You will be saved. Friend, I want you to be free from anyone and anything that threatens your peace. You know, you're paying a high price to worry about the situation that you have no control over. You're paying a high price holding on to a relationship that expired years ago. That person should have never moved past. The front yard of your life. They did not deserve the levels of intimacy you gave to them. It's time to take your peace of mind back. Your son or daughter may be worrying you half to death with the choices they are making in their lives. Pray for them and leave it with God. Show them love and have compassion for them, but please stop sacrificing your peace of mind, worrying about them. Either you're going to worry or you're going to pray. We cannot do both, not successfully. You taught them what to do. We taught them what to do. They know better and eventually they will do better. Give them time. You and I had our time when we were younger. And we got through it. Trust that God will have his way with them as well. Just as he had his way with you and I when you were their age. If you are holding on to someone or something that is causing you so much stress, you don't remember the last time you had a good night's sleep. I suggest you do some introspection to figure out the reason it has this much power over you. Worry and stress can kill us slowly and nobody is worth our peace. Not everyone deserves a seat at the table of our hearts. Not everyone deserves a seat at the table of your heart. It's time to excuse yourself from some people's lives and it's time that you excuse some folk from your life. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the matters of life. Can I pray for you? Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you so much for my friend, my sister, my brother, the young lady, the young man, the older lady, the older man, your child, whoever it is who's listening to this podcast right now. I pray peace in their hearts, peace in their minds, peace in their decision making. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you will give them the strength to evaluate and even reevaluate the relationships in their lives. Father, you are so good. You are so kind. I pray, Lord God, that you will sharpen our discernment. And Lord, some of us have very sharp discernment, but we don't always listen to it. We don't always follow through with it, with what we are feeling, with what you are showing us. God, I pray that you would give us the grace, that you would give us the wisdom to lean into what you are showing us about ourselves and about the people who are in our lives. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you so much for your spirit that reveals all truth. Father, your word declares that the spirit of truth will come and he will reveal the truth. Father, thank you for giving us your spirit to reveal the truth about ourselves and the truth about the people around us. Lord, I pray that as we are combing through our relationships, as we are looking at our connections, Lord, as we are repositioning people that we don't offend people purposely. Understanding some people are gonna be offended because we're gonna start new boundaries. We're gonna set up new, new things in our lives to protect our mental health, to protect our inner peace. God, I pray that we will move with compassion hallelujah, and understanding as we, hey, God, thank you, Lord, as we begin to reposition some people. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will keep us away from certain places and certain things and certain activities, Lord God, that continues to keep a connection to a relationship, to a friendship, Lord God, platonic, Father God, and romantic, Lord God, that Keep us away from the places that keeps us connected to people who don't mean us well. Father God, expose the devil in our lives. Expose where the enemy is at work, even within ourselves. Lord, we repent for hurting people's feelings. We repent for offending people. Father God, sometimes we are the culprit. And Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, that you would allow us to walk into forgiveness. That you would allow, hallelujah, the people who we offended, God, the grace. Give them the grace to forgive us. Give them the grace to see where they have allowed us to control their emotions because we offended them. Sometimes we are the problem. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that we will see when we are the problem. Lord, let your will be done in our lives. Father, thank you for the healthy relationships that they have that we have. Thank you so much for the relationships between sisters, between siblings, between brothers, between parent and children that are healthy. But I pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, for every relationship with siblings, between parent and child, hallelujah, every relationship, God, that is unhealthy. Lord, I pray that you will begin to pull on the heartstrings of those people. That you will begin to revive relationships. That you will begin to mend marriages. Somebody is thinking about a divorce. I pray, God, that they will go to counseling, Lord God. I pray, God, that they would try to work that thing out in the name of Jesus. But God, somebody also was married to the wrong person. Somebody didn't consult with you before they walked down that aisle. And now they are living in a living hell. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that they will wipe away, hallelujah, public opinion and what other people think love looks like on the outside regarding them. I pray, hallelujah, God, that you would give them the strength to walk walk away from what you did not ordain. I pray, God, that they will begin to start asking you the hard questions. Is this mate that I chose God's choice for me? I pray, God, for all of us singles, Lord, that we will be patient and content in our singleness, that we will not jump ahead of our process and give the person who's showing us the most attention access to our heart table, access to the dining room of our life, access to the bedroom of our life, access, hallelujah, to the living room of our life. Father God, that we won't give the wrong person access to our heart. And I also pray, God, that you will open our minds so that we cannot be so guarded, that we won't be so guarded, Lord, but that an unhealthy guard, but that, Lord, you would open our hearts so that we could receive, that you would heal us from past hurt so that we could receive who it is that you are sending. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, for the wisdom to present ourselves as single women, the single women who are listening. God, I pray that you would give us the grace, the wisdom, the discernment to present ourselves to who you potentially have for us. Lord, show us how to date correctly. Let your will be done in our lives. Show us how to steward our personal space and our hearts let your will be done let your kingdom be made evident in our lives and it is in jesus name that we seal this prayer in his blood and in His spirit amen thank you so much for spending some time with me on today i pray that this blessed you i pray that you are now enlightened and that you are empowered to move forward And do what it is that God created you to do. You are worthy of love. Don't rob yourself of it because of paranoia. Let God send you somebody as a friend, platonic or romantic, who will knock you off of your feet, blow your mind, and show you a level of love that you've only dreamed of. Until next time, God bless.